So I got a backstory here. Uh, our next guest I met a couple years back when I was going to play uh, in the Media Day game at Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. And I borrowed my neighbor's kids, who were really good ball players. They were playing for Calabasas High School at the time. Uh, to take a couple of ground balls because it had been 36 years since I played in a hardball game. <laughs> and uh, uh, sh- Tom Sullivan broke my thumb. He threw a ball over to first base and I uh, got my hand inside the glove. Uh, at the same time, the ball arrived and it broke my thumb above the joint, <laughs> above the knuckle. So, and I said to Penny, I said, I broke my thumb. And she said, Well, you got to go to the doctor. I go, But it's above the knuckle and there's nothing you can do about it. She said, Oh, you got to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor and the doctor looked at it and said, Well, your thumb is broken above the knuckle and there's nothing we can do about it. But <laughs> see, the- you should be a doctor. You know. <laughs> but the doctor I went to see. Is uh, Ellie Ziv, Dr. Ellie Ziv, out in uh, the San Fernando Valley. Now, a wonderful doctor, and uh, I was on my way in minutes. And then uh, a couple Fridays back, we were talking about the Hamas attacks on Israel. Mm-hmm. And there was a story that there were young Jewish men in America who were leaving the United States to go to Israel to uh, sign up for the Israeli Defense Forces and fight for Israel. And a caller to the show during Free Speech Friday said, well, how come these young Jewish men aren't signing up for America's military to defend the United States? We're at war, too, and we have been for 10 years. Well, one of the people who happened to hear that uh, call was my doctor, uh, Ellie Ziv. And he has quite a story to tell, and he's on the Newsmaker line right now. Good morning, doctor. How are you? Good. Good morning, Doug. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So you heard the call, and you sent me an email the other day, and when I read it, I said, well, we got to talk to you about this. You are a native-born Valley boy, Birmingham High School. Daniel Pearl, by the way, went there. Portola Middle School, UCLA undergrad, UCI Medical School, USC residency training. And you've been in practice for how many years? Ten years. For ten years. And what are you doing now? Well, so, yes, I've been in practice for about ten years. uh, Orthopedic surgery, mostly doing hand surgery. And in about a month, I am leaving for Afghanistan with the U.S. Army. Uh, I'll be attached to a special unit called a forward surgical team which is kind of a small mobile unit. And we'll be taking care of, uh, of our guys over there and uh, some of the local uh, Afghan military as well, the ANA. And um, you know, be there for a little more than three months. Now, how did you, uh, what made you make this decision? Well, there was always a part of me that, you know, kind of thought, well, it would have been nice to serve in the military. I mean, you know, it took you a few minutes just to get through all of the schooling I had to do, which was about 15 years. So it didn't leave a lot of uh, time to uh, you know, do a military thing before I went to school. Um, but I'd always kind of had that feeling that that would have been a neat thing that I could have been really proud of. And, uh, you know, in the Army Reserve, you kind of almost have a second chance. I was uh, 42 when I commissioned, so usually at that age you can't join the military. But certainly for physicians and especially for orthopedic doctors, there's a need, and um, that's what prompted me to do it. And, you know, it's frankly, you know, you hear about medicine today. It's all about, you know, paperwork and dealing with insurance and the grind and the volume of people we have to take care of. So this is kind of a chance to, you know, get away from all that and uh, just focus on taking care of people. 
Uh, we're talking with uh, Dr. Uh, Ellie Ziv, Z-I-V, uh, who is now a member of the U.S. Army Reserve Medical Corps and will be deployed to Afghanistan uh, to help, uh, as you heard, uh, treat our soldiers and uh, Afghan allies uh, at, at, in a time of war. And it's, re- it's a re- really a, a, a wonderful thing. I wanted people to hear what you were doing because uh, to, to walk away from your practice for three months is to forfeit uh, an income and the luxuries of living in uh, in, in uh, the greater Los Angeles area uh, to go serve in a place where it's dangerous and uh, with very little compensation except the uh, the gratitude of a nation that you're willing to do it. Thank you. Yes, that's that's true, and uh, you know it's something that often people have a hard time uh, you know understanding. But I think the the satisfaction again will last a lifetime. And it's, uh, in some ways, you know, almost uh, a break or vacation, again, from, uh, you know, so much of medicine these days is all about, you know, the insurance and the paperwork and, and those day-to-day battles. And it's less and less about just, you know, taking care of people. Tell us about what the uh, FST does, the Forward Surgical Team. What, what, uh, what kind of missions would you be deployed on? So the FST was something that uh, they started using in the 1990s. It's a little bit like, you know, the old, uh, you know, hospital we used to see on MASH. Um, but this is designed to be a unit. It's only 20 men or 20 women, but uh, um, one orthopedic surgeon, three general surgeons and anesthesia people and nurses. And the idea is that you could be transported somewhere fairly quickly. And, in fact, you should be able to be performing surgery within an hour of your arrival in a location. Oh, my gosh. So um, Hit the ground have, running, really. Right. They even have a few units that are airborne capable. Not mine. I won't be jumping out of any airplanes. <laughs> but um, it's supposed to be almost like a frontline unit. This is what they call a level two. Level one is basically the medic on the battlefield. Level two is the FST, which will stabilize somebody, just do the initial surgery, try to save their life, save their limbs. And then after a few hours, they'll usually be transported to the next level. So in Afghanistan, that would be one of the capital cities like Kabul or Bagram. And then level four care is when they send them back to law school in Germany or stateside uh, over here. Now, the, uh, the ultimate question is when you come back, are you going to make the other doctors in your practice salute you? That's a good question. You know, that would be um, <laughs> right now. I'm just trying to get my my children to salute me. So, uh, <laughs> well, good luck. Let us know if you can perfect that, uh, Doctor Ziv. It's a great story, uh, a real uh, sacrifice, a real act of patriotism, and we appreciate what you're doing. Uh, you. you got a website, right? Ellie Ziv E L I Z I V dot com. Well, right now it's drziv dot com. I met with the Center for Orthopedic Specialists. And uh, in January, I'll be returning to a new location, um, but I'll be at drziv.com. Well, listen, we will follow your story, and we certainly want to hear from you when you get back. Thank you, and Uh, thank you for having me. All right, safe travels, Dr. Uh, Ellie Ziv. Wow. Uh, That's a pretty great thing that he's doing.